This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright 929 espn Dennis Fuller's producing the program for us. We're glad that he's with us. Sitting across from me is the Kershaw Appeals lead sports columnist. The lead sports columnist of the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee. Barely. Tied for eighth, best sports columnist in the United States of America. He's on Twitter, at MGianato. Mark, good day, sir. Well, sports weekend's already underway. Are you properly, like, prepared for a sick, you know, for essentially a five-day, or no, six days, really, a six-day weekend, if you will, six-day sports week? Because we're going through Monday. So so we'll we'll get to... The problem with baseball, there's going to be no baseball tomorrow, no matter what. Oh, you're right. There's only potential for one baseball game. Yeah, but with, like, Memphis Tulane tomorrow, like, I, I'm actually kind of happy there's no baseball tomorrow night. Yeah, but, like, if you look at it, there's only potential for one game on Saturday, and then I think they're going to try to start yeah, but we're the— we're in the championship series, ultimately. But what I'm saying is yeah. it's potentially no baseball till no, at I, least I w- Sunday. I will say this. We've had the, the, the Braves— Phillies game has had quite a bit of Braves Philly series has had a pro, an appropriate amount of drama for postseason baseball. Feels like I would say high intensity, high yeah, high intensity. I don't know if any of the other series have lived up to that I, that that standard. What do you think? Let's see how many series were sweeps. I will say this: D backs and Dodgers, D backs and then, Dodgers were even though it was a sweep. Those games were close. Yeah, Rangers Orioles was a complete dud. And it feels like the Houston Minnesota series, like I don't know, that I don't know, it didn't feel. It was yeah, it was whatever. I know Minnesota got a game, but I never, I no, no, at no point was I worried for the Astros, unfortunately. And it felt like the every well, last time yesterday was pretty competitive. The problem with the watching we the need, Twins we, is the Twins strike out so much that it just felt like if they didn't get a home run, it didn't matter. We need the Braves to win tonight. It'd be nice to get a nice Game 5 in Philly. That'd be a lot of fun. With no, the Game characters. 5 would be back in Atlanta. Excuse me, Game 5 in Atlanta with the characters. That'd be, that'd be fun. 
given given the drama. We'll we'll get we'll into get into that. I'm, we'll get into it in a second. Um, I'm not I'm not confident on that. It's tasting menu Thursday. We're gonna get you ready here in a second uh, to devour Jeffrey this sports weekend uh, here in March. Better than last weekend, I'd say. Right or no? Yeah, it's better. Better. I think it's better than last week. And last week was pretty good. Probably a little subpar for an October weekend, I'd say. There's October still... is this is a this is a marquee month for sports. And so far we haven't had like a marquee moment, if you will, in time. You know, a, mar- a marquee day, if you will. No, but we have we have big college games on Saturday. We also have on Sunday, while there's no like like Headliner, it's much more interesting games, I think, this week. Yeah. Start, starting to get in the thick of conference play. Listen, Here. Boom's going to tell us starting to get October. Um, and so uh, we will get you ready for that sports game by figuring out what is going to be on Jeffrey's four TVs throughout this uh, sports weekend. We'll do that in a second. 240 or so, Eric Hasseltine will, jo- will join us, the voice of the Memphis Grizzlies, right here on the Grizzlies Radio Network on 92.9 FM ESPN. Uh, Grizzlies in action tonight in Atlanta. Uh, for their first road preseason game. Um, we'll get Eric's thoughts on the first two preseason games and uh, look ahead to tonight's game as well. 3 o'clock or so, we will get into the list. And then uh, 3.30, uh, Laird Veach, the athletic director for the University of Memphis, will join us. Uh, we'll talk Memphis Tulane, obviously, maybe get into a little stadium talk, basketball talk, get the thoughts of the Tigers athletic director on all things University of Memphis at 3.30. Um, but let's start, Jeffrey, with the tasting menu. Um, tonight, your Thursday night football game on Amazon, the Denver Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. The headline, Jeffrey, TMZ is reporting Taylor Swift's going to be there. TMZ is reporting that Taylor Swift's going to be there, and it was also now announced that Kelsey is going to play. He's expected Tra- to play. Travis Kelsey, do you think like she's there for like like the, like? Well, there was there were talks in the. I don't know if you got to read the whole TMZ story. Oh, I didn't. No, there I was, just saw the the headline. There was speculation mm-hmm. that the long weekend in Kansas City was a reason why Taylor was going to show up more more quality time oh. more more QT with her boat. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, he should. He'll have like Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Correct. Yeah. Ooh. The mini buy, as they as they say in the biz. Where do you think, do you think they'll go? We'll probably spot them what in L.A. So she was in L.A. last night premiering mm, the Taylor Swift movie, the correct. concert movie, and we saw maybe perhaps the makings of her next move, the Beyonce Taylor concert tour. Oh, you think together? Well, Beyonce showed up like they were sitting like next to oh, each other. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The oh, mega concert. Could you imagine? Like, play only uh, like at what stadiums? Like you'd have to the biggest. I mean, that would sell out the biggest stadiums in the world. I mean, Taylor's doing that right now. Uh, right now, yeah. Why? Yeah, why would she split the money with Beyonce if she's already can well, sell them you out? You can herself? charge even more. You can make even uh, more money. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that could that could work. Or maybe maybe Beyonce was maybe Beyonce was the one doing a little grifting. Because I think Beyonce's supposed to go on tour pretty soon, too. She is on tour right now. Yeah, I mean, I think she's doing yeah. the big thing. Both of them are doing, were, have been doing right. big tours. Massive, like, yeah, stadiums. Massive productions. Yes. All right, so you got that. You got And you got Russell Wilson versus uh, Patrick Mahomes. We'll get into the – I want to get into the Al Michaels portion of this in the list. Like, what the hell's Al going to do with Taylor Swift on his teleprompter or whatever, mm-hmm. on his television screen. Um, but So we've got that for your NFL game. 
would you know felt like a sexier matchup before the season. Even you know you thought. Then it, well, I thought Sean Payton was going to work out a little better than this. It appears to me. I thought. I thought. I didn't think he'd rehabilitate Russell Wilson all the way back to what Russell Wilson was. But I didn't think that the Broncos would be one of the worst teams in football again. I thought they'd be like middle of the pack. Well, I mean, if you look at it statistically, Russell is better than he was last year. Yeah. He's still not good. Yeah. Also, Patrick Mahomes has never lost to the Broncos. And they've and they've never lost to Taylor there. So um Yeah. So you got that. Um and then um college football, you've got West Virginia at Houston. Dana's revenge game. Yeah, 6 o'clock, FS1, Dana, the, the battle for Dana Holgerson. Uh, and then uh, SMU at ECU, 6.30 on ESPN. SMU, I think if you were, especially, like, I think the Memphis-Tulane game on Friday, whoever wins that is going to have, I think, the best shot at making the AAC championship game. I think SMU has the second best chance. Whoever, no, well, as of right now, I mean, I I don't know how the math changes. Whoever wins, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like after tom- tomorrow's game, whoever wins that Tulane Memphis game feels like it'll have the inside track. But SMU's got the best schedule of anyone. Correct. Um, other SM, than SM, other than they have to go go to. I think the reason why Memphis, like for instance, if Memphis won, they'd have better odds, is because they get SMU at home. After correct, that. but also according to ESPN's FPI. SMU is the best team in the league. Correct. And not only that, it is the most difficult remaining game for for Memphis. It's the one game I could see them potentially not being favored in the rest of the way. Oh, they'll definitely. I mean, I I don't know how it's going to play out. I don't think SMU is going to start, like, stubbing its toe. Mm -hmm. Like, typically what they've been under Lashley is, like, the teams they should beat for the most part they do. Um, There's a lot more teams that they should beat in this version of the AAC. Well, and also, I mean, like, you do look at their two losses. Like, they don't have... Horrific losses. No, I, I think there. It feels like there are three good, three like pretty good teams in the AAC, and it's the two that are playing on Friday night at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, and possibly SMU. Yeah, I'm also monitoring UTSA. Frank Harris is back, looking healthier. Okay, like he. It is very clear at the beginning of the year, part of their their stinkiness was he was not right. Correct. Yeah. Um. So you got those two college games. And then, obviously, game four of uh, Braves-Phillies in Philadelphia. Uh, it is a 7 o'clock first pitch, 7.07 first pitch on TBS. Okay. Game four. Game one still has to be – TV one still has to be Broncos-Chiefs. Okay. NFL's getting TV one. It's the Doesn't NFL. Matter. It's the NFL. And then also, like, it's the – there is the Well, this curiosity. works out perfect. There's only really, like, four games you can watch, and you've got four TVs. Well, the Grizzlies Hawks. Oh yeah, I forgot about 630. that. Six thirty. True. Oh, that's true. It's an NBA TV game. I, I don't know. Do preseason games get blacked out on NBA TV? You can of course watch it on Bally's. Are they traveling for road preseason games this year? In previous years, they have not. I do not. We'll ask Eric. Yeah. Um, I'll check. There, it'll say on their schedule. But no, go. So what? So I what's going to get cut? For, is it? Is it SMU ECU gets cut from the TVs? I think so. And then you monitor whether or not, because ECU's really bad this year. Like they're, yeah, that's not. Yeah, Holton Naylor sh- did not get enough credit for how good he was because that team like low key stinks. Yes, indeed, this game is on ballot. You can listen to yeah. Brevin and uh, and I'm and pretty Pete. sure they're trapped because Eric I think's there. Yeah, 
Well, he always goes for the radio. It's sometimes in previous years, Bally, like especially they when they the went joint broadcast. Yeah, especially yeah. when they went to a place where Bally's, you know, like Atlanta has Bally's too. And yeah. so, you know, sometimes when they've been to places like that, but it appears it is going to be televised on Bally Sports Southeast. Now, I don't know. We'll have to ask Eric if, if Brevin and Pete are there ultimately. I'm not sure. So, TV one, it has to be Chiefs and Broncos just from. You know, you have to. It's the Taylors there. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. We'll get into it. How's Al going to treat? I mean, listen. This? You want you want you want to hear what Al has to say. Yes, because there is a while. While I think that like Al is clearly mailing it in, there is something that is entertaining about him being this disgusted with where he is well, and now. This loose, this loose. He's a little looser. Well, yeah, it's like he truly doesn't think he's on TV. Yeah, he's not buttoned up. Correct. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. So you got that TV one, TV two's the baseball game. TV right? two's baby, baseball. TV three's West. Uh, TV three's West Virginia Houston. TV four is Grizzlies and Hawks. Okay, all right. Um, Friday you'll be calling the big MUS uh, Christian Brothers game. I'll be at the big Memphis uh, Tulane game. Six o'clock ESPN. Uh, we've also got uh, college football wise on Friday night. Fresno State at Utah State, 7 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. And then Stanford at Colorado, 9 o'clock ESPN. Dion is not happy about this kickoff time. Said he's glad we're leaving this conference if we're going to have to play this late at night. It's only an 8 o'clock start there. I got news for Dion. I don't know if he's. Well, I got news for you. In the Big 12, you're going to have to play this late, too. I mean, I think that, yes. I mean, especially <laughs> if you're. Like if you're going to play Arizona, yeah. you think you're going to play it? Like you know, you're not going to get a, you're not going to get an. No, after. that's that's. ESPN's going to want that game as the late game on one of the days. This is a defense optional game. Mm. So if you're like, if you want to see some points, that that should be a fun a fun watch. Yeah, I mean, obviously too lame. And then we might, and then there's no baseball Friday, right? No baseball. There are two national NBA preseason games. Man, I can't. I can't. You, you can't I give can up. barely stomach watching Heat, Heat San Antonio. I can a rematch of what whatever the two thousand what twelve NBA Finals. Well, also is is Wimby gonna play? Oh uh, yeah, I I can I'll be honest. I can barely like watch the Grizzlies. I watch the Grizzlies preseason games on like record you know record them no, and whatever I, and watch. But like it's it's hard for me to do that, and it's like my job. I can't I can't watch preseason basketball teams. I don't care about. No, I. I agree with you in the sense of I'm watching to see what is he like he's been Taylor's been rotating what mm-hmm. he's doing at that yeah. that last starting spot that seems up for grabs at least for the first 25 games and then you are watching to see if anyone pops but yeah. at the same time if someone pops in a preseason game does that change your calculus for what you think like I'm still going to be evaluating what I think during the regular season yeah. So, but we got Warriors Lakers 9 p.m. ESPN. Didn't they already play in the preseason? I don't. Did they play in the Abu Dhabi series? No, no, no. That was Minnesota was out there for that. I think. I don't. Probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, regardless, you got that on Friday. All right, Saturday, college. The early slate's not great. The early slate college football. All right, here's what we got. We got 
Number one Georgia at Vanderbilt, 11 a.m. CBS, a sneaky 11 a.m. CBS kickoff. It's a doubleheader. They got a doubleheader. Yeah. Indiana at number two Michigan, 11 a.m. on Fox. I believe that's Gus and Gus. Is this this Michigan's big noon Saturday debut? Yes, I believe. After last year, remember they were like on it five straight weeks. It was like Joel Klatt and Gus Johnson were like the. Well, now they're the Colorado team. Yeah, now they've moved on to. They've they've gotten the bump over to Colorado. But yeah, 11 a.m. on Fox, Indiana, Michigan. Number three, Ohio State at Purdue, 11 a.m. Peacock exclusive uh, there. So Ohio State at Purdue. Syracuse at number four, Florida State, 11 a.m. ABC. Arkansas at number 11, Alabama, 11 a.m. ESPN. Ooh, Jeffrey, this one's for you. Michigan State at Rutgers, 11 a.m. Big Ten Network. Um, Iowa State at Cincinnati, that big, that huge Big 12 rivalry, 11 a.m. FS1. Temple at North Texas, 11 a.m. ESPNU. Georgia Southern at James Madison, 11 a.m. ESPN2. Kent State at Eastern Michigan, 11 a.m. CBS Sports Network. All right, so Georgia and James Madison is a great G5 game. Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern and James Madison is a great G5 game. The first question is... I think if you're Memphis, you want James Madison to win that game because they're not eligible for a group of five berth. What percentage of Vanderbilt Stadium will be Georgia fans? They historically... 75%. That's that's historically, like... Depending, with the exception there of like, will certainly be there were more some years where like Vandy, Vandy, Vandy was good, like under James Franklin, and and they would it'd be like fifty fifty. Yeah, but this is like a yeah. this. I mean, isn't basically like whenever Georgia, Alabama, even Tennessee, um, yeah, I mean, any of those schools go to Vanderbilt. Yeah, it's it's Arkansas, it's, any of them that are like you know like. Um, I do not think there's a clear TV one. <sighs> Maybe Syracuse, Florida State, maybe Syracuse is Or no no no. Arkansas, Alabama. Arkansas, Alabama's that's a TV one. That's the TV one. That's where I'm leaning. It's still Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wish Arkansas it's a 19 was, and a half point line. If it was I wish it was in Fayetteville. Here are the lines. I'd be a little more intrigued if it was in Fayetteville. Here are the lines. It's in Tuscaloosa. Georgia and Vandy, 31 and a half. Yeah. Indiana and Michigan, 33. Ohio State, Purdue, 19 and a half. Syracuse, Florida State. Florida State by 17 and a half. It does feel like if you were, I, I'd maybe take Indiana. I don't know if Michigan, this feels like a 28 to 3 Michigan kind of keeps it in second gear type of win. The problem is Indiana is so bad on offense yeah. that like a couple of short fields, even if Michigan's not trying to run it up, yeah. that's what happens. Okay. Uh, then you've got. All right, so. TV one, Arkansas, Alabama. Okay. TV two, because I'm going to lay whatever the number is with Georgia. <laughs> TV three, I guess I'm going Peacock. Do the spoiler makers make it interesting? Yeah, this is this Can is they the hang game. in this there? This is the game Ohio State always loses, right? They always lose at Purdue. Yeah, and then I will go with I'll go with Syracuse, Florida State, but I'm very quick. I'm, Not Michigan State, Rutgers, just like some, you know, some, just a quick trigger finger, just to like, just to like check you know, in on Piscataway. Well, and just like you know, it's like uh, what's the phrase? Like you, you know, misery loves company. You know, like Schadenfreude. Yeah, you, you just want to, you know, you want to be a part of that ugliness. Do you realize Purdue could be bowl eligible after next week at six and two? There you go. They're decent. So they have Michigan State and it's at this home. Week. They get Michigan State this week, and then they're talking about Rutgers. Rutgers, sorry, sorry. Rutgers could be. Greg Schiano's got Rutgers back in like peak Rutgers, which is like 
feisty seven-win team Rutgers. Yeah, but if you go in playing in the Big Ten is awful this year. Yeah, but they're in the wrong division. No, I know they they their problem is is they still have to play Penn State, Ohio State. Although like Indiana and Michigan State are so bad, and like well, and you get Maryland Iowa. could be a toss. Maryland will be a toss up, and you get Iowa. Yeah, yeah, which is like a team. Yeah, you can definitely beat. Will that game crack twenty points? Can they make Ru- that- Michigan State Rutgers? No, Rutgers Iowa. Rutgers Iowa. Will there be more than There'll two like offensive tur- touchdowns? <laughs> Maybe just because short fields, because the other offense is so bad. I mean, it is. Iowa last week did not complete a pass to a receiver. And now, and now Cade McNamara is hurt. Correct. Not for the year. And they're playing a guy that, honestly, Mark, they listed him at like two, 257. Mark, he is I'm telling you, the guy's pushing three bills. <laughs> he's a big dude, so he's like six, so five, we be, six Should we six. be monitoring this situation? No, because he's horrible. Oh, he throws okay. like he's he, not he's not a good fat athlete. He throws kickoffs. Yeah, like when Lorenzen Lorenzen threw a beautiful ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Lorenzen had a beautiful throwing motion, threw a pill. This kid looks like exactly like a guy that had no expectations of playing football this year. Okay. Right. And here he is. All right. Um Let's get to the afternoons. There's some bangers in the afternoon. All right. Two thirty kicks. Um, well, 2 o'clock Pac-12 Network, Cal at number 16, Utah. Uh, 2.30 ABC, number 8, Oregon at number 7, Washington. 2.30 CBS, Texas A&M at number 19, Tennessee. Uh, 2.30 NBC, Illinois at Maryland. Uh, 2.30 Big Ten Network, UMass at number 6, Penn State. 2.30 FS1. Number 23, Kansas at Oklahoma State. 2.30, CBS Sports Network, Troy at Army. 2.30, uh, SEC Network, Florida at South Carolina. 2.30, ACC Network, Wake Forest at Virginia Tech. 2.30, ESPN. By the way, Hokies favored. Really? Good for them. uh, 2.30, ESPN. The battle of three-letter names. BYU at TCU. 2.30, ESPN 2. FAU at USF. How is that on? How is that on ESPN Linear? ESPN two. I know, but how is yeah. that on? Uh, um, two, uh, three o'clock on Fox. Iowa at Wisconsin. Three o'clock on ESPNU. It's a battle for the West. Three o'clock on ESPNU. Wisconsin's favored by nine and a half, and the point totals thirty-four. I Ohio at Northern Illinois. Three o'clock ESPNU. That's your afternoon slate. So, so yeah, you. I mean, two really good games in my mind. Oregon, Washington, A and M, Tennessee. Those really, and then well, and I think Florida, South Carolina is like a sneaky decent game too. All right, so TV one's Oregon, Washington. I'm fascinated by this game. Someone's not going to be undefeated anymore. Correct. TV two is Texas A and M, Tennessee. I think it's a weird spot for Tennessee. Tennessee's got Alabama next week. Mm-hmm. You get A and M coming off the loss. Mm-hmm. A&M, the way to beat them Does is... Does it help that Tennessee's coming off its open week, though? It goes... Sometimes, like, oftentimes, teams off a of bye are not, like, super sharp. Okay. But the bigger thing is, it's an interesting matchup to me. A&M, where they have been susceptible, is teams just bombing it on them. Well, Tennessee's been at its best recently when they've been getting the running game going. They've been pretty tough to run it on. So, that's a fascinating game to me. Type of game that you're referring to of what is the it's so gross I got to check in on it 
that would be Wisconsin and Iowa. Mm. You got to monitor that one because that game's going to be disgusting. Do you know how hard it is to have a point total of 34 and a line of nine and a half? Do you realize how <laughs> gross that game is? Oh, man. Okay. Then, then you'll, then, yeah, I'd say South Carolina, Florida. Okay. I still don't understand what NBC is paying for. Like, did they really pay for the privilege to televise well, Illinois at Maryland? No, but they're paying for eventually. Is what it they're next paying. year they're going to get a better package well, or something? They're paying for USC and UCLA. They're yeah, paying for for next U- for when they expand. Correct. USC versus, you know, I don't know if they'll get the USC Ohio State game, but they're going to get that's what they're paying for. Okay. All right. Maybe that makes more sense. It feels like every week you I read every week early. I read their NBC game, I'm like, "Ugh. Like what?" Well, they also have this week they have USC Notre Dame. Yes. That's, that's the, night, the game. night game. So here we go. The night the evening session, if you will. 5:30 on the CW, number 14 Louisville at Pitt. Uh, 6 o'clock, Pac-12 Network, Arizona at number 19, Washington State. And then 6 o'clock on ESPN, you got Auburn at number 22, LSU. 6 o'clock on FS1, Kansas State at Texas Tech. 6 o'clock, ESPN2, Marshall at Georgia State. 6 o'clock, CBS Sports Network, Wyoming at Air Force. That's a big one if you're a Memphis fan. Uh, particularly if Memphis wins tomorrow against Tulane. Um, 6.30 NBC, the aforementioned number 10 USC at number 21 Notre Dame. Uh, 6.30 ABC, you got number 25 Miami uh, at number 12 UNC. Man, that would like, this would have been a great night night thing, especially if Miami hadn't done. You've been taking a knee? Yeah, just taking a knee. Missouri Literally. at number 24, Kentucky, 630 SEC Network. Number 18, UCLA at number 15, Oregon State, 7 o'clock Fox. NC State at number 17, Duke, 7 o'clock ACC Network. UAB at UTSA, 7 o'clock ESPNU. That, to me, is clearly the best. The night session is, oh, yeah, will, the best the best set of games. What's going This This might be, do you have to wheel five out for this? This is this is our a, first foot wheel wheel out is, the fifth TV? No, this is finger on the trigger though. Okay, you gotta have. I was gonna say because that'd be a big moment. It'd be Josephine's first five TV you gotta, day. You gotta have the remotes close by. Okay. Also, because of some of Josephine's stuff that she doesn't use, mm-hmm. finding a spot for the fifth oh, no. TV is a little difficult. Whoa, whoa! Well, also, the fifth you t- changed, man. No, that's not true. The fifth TV, the fifth TV. Look at what kids have mobile. done to you. It's not mobile. Okay, all right. We don't have an extra mobile. M- we don't have so if you want to go fifth screen, you can bring the computers and stuff out. Okay. All oh right. wow, we've lost we've lost access to the fifth TV. That's big news. TV one's gotta be USC Notre Dame. In terms of yeah. spectacle, yeah, whatnot, like that's that's TV one. TV two, we're going to Auburn and LSU. And Mark Wow, really? I hadn't updated you. I didn't see that. I hadn't updated you on Hugh Freeze's press conference this week. Oh yeah, what'd he do? Within the first five minutes, he mentioned 10 touchdown plays that he called. Nice. He then proceeded to throw both his coaches and players under the bus. He then proceeded to uh, throw all his wide receivers under the bus. He mentioned possibly going with the youth movement, all of which happened in the first five minutes. I will enjoy whatever 
LSU is going to do. Because his his Super Bowl, they looked they looked not bad. His Super Bowl's next week. Yeah, but the way you beat LSU is you throw it on him, and they cannot throw the football. Mm. His Super Bowl's next week. He's got Ole Miss re- returning to town. Yeah, that's and that's a much more winnable game. Also, they 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 got secondary issues. So that's TV two. Do you, know, do you know they called every every player's parents this week? Yes, because that's he mentioned. He offered that up mm. to which also that's the classic. That's you cannot take that man at what he says they do. Mm, okay. Uh, TV three. I'm going Miami, North Carolina. Yep. I'm curious to know if like there's a case to be made that though North Carolina is five and zero, oh, we still don't really know what they are. Oh, I mean, classic. Even though there is no ACC Coastal, the ACC yes. Coastal move here is Miami drops an inane game to Georgia Tech and then comes back and wins in Chapel Correct. Hill to knock off undefeated Correct. UNC. Like, that would be, if we're truly going to honor the legacy of the Coastal Division in the ACC, that's what will happen in that game, even and, though there's no no more Coastal Division. And then TV4, out of respect to the good young kids at Corvallis. Mm. So Missouri, Kentucky gets relegated. Well, that's we're well, that's a flipper. Okay, that's where you you flip back and forth. I got a fun fact for everyone. In the last three seasons, Oregon State at home is fourteen and one against the spread. The next closest team over that same period of time mm-hmm. is Kentucky at thirteen and six. Interesting. Both at home at night. Correct. In this session. If you will, I'm, this I'm on, time slot. I'm only on one of those teams. Okay. Um, sounds like Oregon State. All right. The late games. There is the, the, there's two. Yeah, there's two. Boise State at Colorado State, 845 FS1. And then San Diego State at Hawaii, 10 p.m. CBS Sports Network. Okay. <laughs> All right. It, at least you can go to bed early. And then we will have. Because last week, having to stay up to watch the inevitable of USC eventually just beating Arizona, but you just needed to figure out. That was terrible. And then we would potentially, at 7 o'clock, have Game 5 of Phillies Braves on Saturday night. That could complicate things. Correct. I'm not expecting to have to monitor that. Okay. Because we might have to figure out this fifth TV situation if if we get Braves Phillies. Here's the thing. Game 5. I understand they got shellacked. The Braves got shellacked yesterday. And so it's never going to be like a super upbeat locker room. Mm -hmm. But the... Body language, and then the, the the locker room is a sanctuary. All of that talk because well, if you if you didn't hadn't heard about it, they like I guess after game two, a reporter from Fox, like a national reporter, I had it was like if I was a beat writer, it's like perfect. It's like the national reporter who like no one's really heard yeah. of, and like you don't want it's not Verducci or Rosenthal, yeah. yeah, and like but they reported that uh, I forget who it was who the guy who made the catch right Garcia. Yeah, said uh, a Orlando Arcia. Attaboy Harper, Attaboy Harper, as he was coming into the locker room or something like that. No, it was in the, in locker, the locker room. room. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And and the Fox guy Which, reported it. I will go to the grave. That was not that bad of a base running blunder. There's less than two outs, mm-hmm. and the ball was hit into the gap. If you're at first, your only way of scoring is to go. It was it was not it was a mistake. He the only way, but his heart was in the right place. I still don't think it's a mistake. By the rules of base running, that's what you do. When the ball's in the gap, and you're on first, you don't freeze. Yeah, you freeze at second. 
Well, Harper responded with two home runs last night and two stare downs. But also, a lot of loser talk coming out of yeah, that well, Atlanta like, locker room. Yeah, it's like, don't say it in an open locker room. Well, on top of that, like just their body language, everything, that looked like a team that looked cooked. Now, you do still kind of have a pitching advantage. Yeah. So, we'll see. Maybe we'll get a game five there Saturday night. All right, Sunday. All right, I'm going to say it. Too many London games. Oh, I'm wow. I'm sitting three straight weeks of having to wake up at 8, like whatever, yeah. be eight, up and ready to go. We got 8.30, Baltimore against Tennessee in London. Also, so the, Traylon Burks out. Traylon Burks out, yes. But the Titans are in London. Uh, and then uh, at noon, here's your noon window for the NFL. Commanders at Falcons. Vikings at Bears, Seahawks at Bengals, Niners at Browns, New Orleans at Houston, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Gardner Minshew revenge game. Carolina at Miami. Weak noon window here. Weak. All right. So TV one has to be red zone. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's the way it is. It's a weak, it's a weak, weak. Uh, TV. I mean, there's one, where's one game that really kind of piques my interest? Seattle Cincy? No. Indy um, Jacksonville. It's for the AFC South. Yeah, but I, I'm I I care less about that game. I can't wait to hear Boom watch that game. Oh, just because Minshew. Yeah, because it's Minshew revenge game going back to Jacksonville. Yeah. So the, so Seattle. I, I didn't Seattle, Seattle's three and one. I forgot yeah. about that. Um, well, yeah, and I, like, are the Bengals starting to find their form? Like, yeah, is Bur- I think you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. I'll give you that. All right. Seattle or Baker San Francisco at Cleveland. So here's an interesting note. Well, does San Francisco get like a watch now because they're like the best team? It appears right so, now. So I don't have was it PJ Glazer or uh, PJ had this note. All right, here we go. Here's a fun fact for you. So uh, Jim Schwartz is now the DC for the Browns. Kyle Shanahan has faced Jim Schwartz nine times. Shanahan is one in eight in those matchups, and his offense has scored over 20 points just once. As the OC of the Falcons in 2016, Shanahan's offense averaged 33.9 points per game through the first nine games. In game 10, they faced the Eagles with Schwartz as their DC. Philly held Atlanta to 15 points. It was the only time that season the Falcons didn't score at least 23. Are we going to see, Mark? A blueprint game. Is someone going to figure out how to maybe slow down the Niners? I'm actually curious to watch that. I'll throw that on there. Although also Deshaun and doesn't appear is going to play. Uh, PJ Walker apparently has been taking first team reps. So the DTR experiment is over. And then uh, you kind of float. I guess you could say New Orleans and Houston because those are two teams. That yeah, are, frisky. Yeah. Two frisky teams. All right. Then your late window. Uh, we've got at least we have four games: New England at Las Vegas, Detroit at Tampa, Arizona at the Rams, and then what was supposed to be the marquee game: Philly at the Jets. So Detroit, Tampa's TV one. How many of these windows have been ruined by the fact that Aaron Rodgers got hurt? This is the same problem. It's the Broncos conundrum of last year. Yeah. When you get the, when you get the, we're going all in on this team with a new quarterback, and then the quarterbacks either. Sucking like Wilson did last year, or like with the Jets, where he gets hurt, it lends itself to bad football. I mean, we got 
we got Bill versus another pupil. McDaniels. And the Patriots stink. And the Raiders aren't much better. And they aren't much better, but at the same time, it's like, do you really trust Belichick? Like, this could be a real test of whether or not Belichick, Belichick might be done. Like, I think the two signs are going to be, like, losing to Josh McDaniels <laughs> or losing to the Jets. Mm. Like, even this year, with them being terrible, they still beat the Jets. And then Sunday night, unfortunately, my team's going to have to go sit there and just take their whipping in Buffalo. Yeah, so you got Giants-Buffalo. Monday night game is... Cowboys, Chargers, Sunday baseball. I think that's the best game of the weekend. Monday Char- night. Cowboys, Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Um, and then uh, Sunday at 7 o'clock, you'll also have uh, game one of the ALCS. Rangers, uh, Astros, and then Monday we'll get both. We'll get some afternoon baseball, 3.30, uh, game two, ALCS, and then game one of the NLCS will be Monday night. So, um Good, not great weekend. Yeah. I mean, that that night window of college football spent, is the best window games, since that weekend. The, what was it? The second or third weekend week, of the Week co- two was awesome. Yeah. It's, that's the best window yeah. since it feels like. Like the 230 slash night. We should have moved some of those games. That that early window stinks. Yeah. One of those games should have been in the but early did you window. See, someone was tweeting out the number of millions of people that have watched teams this year in college football you'll never guess who was number one Mm. it was Colorado yeah but it was like at 46 million people have watched their games Mm. then it was like Alabama was two or Mm. Ohio State was two like 26 million so like Ohio State nearly doubled them so what they're doing is like they're Colorado nearly doubled Colorado nearly doubled them yeah and but like that early window like put put Alabama Arkansas like, yeah, early. Yeah. Uh, also, by the way, Sunday, f- five o'clock, Grizzlies at the Heat. Uh, another preseason game on That's, Sunday. That afternoon. feels like one I'm going to thousand percent forget. <laughs> well, five o'clock on Sunday. Let's talk a little Grizzlies, though. Eric Hasseltine is going to join us next. Grizzlies in action tonight in Atlanta uh, for the preseason. Eric is down there. He'll be on the call on 92.9 FM ESPN. We'll talk to him about it next. You're listening to Giannotto. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And Jeffrey. This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. Here are a few reasons to buy local, especially when you are buying fine jewelry. This is James Gaddis with James Gaddis Jewelers. For over 60 years, the Gaddis family has been servicing every piece of jewelry we have ever sold. We will service size, clean, and repair anything you buy from us. Let us be your family's jeweler, and you will see why our customers keep coming back. We make dreams come true at James Gaddis Jewelers because, after all, you are always treated like family here. This afternoon, mostly sunny and nice with a high of 78. Weather brought to you by Total Wine & More. At Total Wine & More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals on amazing wines and spirits. Love what you find at the lowest prices only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Eric Hasseltine is the radio voice of the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies take on the Hawks tonight. 6.30 for tip-off. Airtime will be at 6 p.m. Eric, what do you made of the first two games so far? What stood out to you? Uh, I think that they've gotten the shots that they wanted. I think that they've, uh, you know, had struggles that you generally have in preseason of, of getting consistent makes. You know, it's different getting in that gym and, and playing on the big court and fans and lights and all that. It's just, it's just a different environment. And, you know, you get new guys out there. So I think the offenses look good at times. The defense has looked solid. Uh, Derek Rose has played very well. Um, and I, I just I think, you know, again, we we talked about it. They're a good team. They're a really good basketball team that's going to – it's going to be, uh, you know, I think right there when it's all said and done with the upper echelon teams in the West. And, um, there's a dead to them, though. You know, I, I, I've kind of noticed this. We, we have seen everybody, but, um, you know, everybody kind of just feels like, you know, last year, last year there was uh, there was some meat left on the bone, so to speak. They, they, didn't, they didn't accomplish what they really thought they could, and so – I think people are pretty dedicated around this group, you know, from the coaches to the players to even us to to get this thing back to where it can be because these these windows don't stay open forever, you know. Um, you can't be you don't have dynasties like you do in the NFL where you know teams can be really good for a decade and, and longer even sometimes. But you know, in the NBA, it's a it's a five to six year window, and you got to hope you know if it's not you know it. it in the rare case like San Antonio, you just, you know, you, you hope you have superstars that don't want to leave and stay and, 
you find that in later parts of the draft that continue to fill out the roster. So um, I, I, I think they're ready. You know, I just I think they're ready. This is going to be game three of five. They'll head to Miami tonight after this one, uh, get a day off uh, Friday, and then get back to work Saturday, play Sunday, and then they get a nice little break after that till they play Milwaukee again on Friday. And I talked to Taylor Jenkins about that last time. Uh, we saw uh, we spoke prior to the game. I just said that's that's really kind of beneficial when you look at it, um, and the, and the team schedule their own. So I like what they did. They played three games in what will be the rhythm of the season, pretty much playing every other night. Then have a couple of days off in between games three and four, and then have even more time off in between games four and five to get some very valuable practice time. Is John Morant the thirty fifth best player in the NBA? No, that's just silly. I mean that it's. Look, I mean, we we all know what's going on there. He, people are if he's not on the court, he's not very valuable, is he? So, um, no, he's he's not the thirty fifth best player. He's better than that, and you know and those things. I don't know. Like the, 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 I'm having lunch today here in Atlanta, watching Sports Center, where I was grabbing a bite to eat. Oh, it's uh, LeBron drops down to you know a spot in player rankings. I'm like, who cares? Like, seriously, this is what we're going to do a segment today on. You got a football game tonight. You got a, a baseball team that uh, won 100 games that got bounced by a team that was fighting for their playoff lives for the last month and a half and now have bounced two straight divisional winners, uh, being the road team. And, uh, you know, and obviously in the wild card, they were all road games. And then, you know, they were road games for the first two in L.A. and the Arizona Diamondbacks, who were – horrible a couple of years ago, if not last year. What was, what was their road record? Didn't they lose like 22 road games in a row or some some nonsense like that? Eight, eight, it was 18 playoff games. Wait, wait. No, no, I mean, no, no. Not, just, not playoff games. Twins. I'm talking like road games last year in the season or the year before. They lost yeah. like 22 consecutive games on the road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look, you, you build it back up with, with young players that you think can play, and they, they found that. But we're we're talking instead about LeBron James and some poll of, of writers and, and people around the league ranking the players. And look, I can't disagree that, you know, Giannis is the best player in the league. Although I, you know, you can make a case for Jokic and then you got guys shuffling around and Shea Gilgis Alexander moves up like 40 spots or whatever it said into the top 10. And he, he had a phenomenal season you know, and based on last year, Shea Gilgis Alexander is pretty Pretty doggone good basketball player. I'm not putting 34 guys ahead of John Morant. That's that's crazy. What have you made of the the that fifth starting spot for you know we saw Luke night one, we saw Zaire. Are, are we going to get another? Because Taylor's mentioned that he's going to shuffle up lineups, particularly during the preseason. Do you think we get another guy that gets a look at that spot? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if things get shuffled tonight. Tonight's kind of the midway point, so this is the time to shuffle it. I think you want to get your group that you feel like is going to be the October 25th group, some reps together at some point, whether that's uh, Miami Sunday and then, you know, you work during the week and then make sure everybody stays healthy on that Friday game in Milwaukee. So tonight would be the night to shuffle things up. So that wouldn't surprise me. But, look, I, I you know, it'll be interesting to see. Um, is, is Luke Kennard better served coming off the bench is Zaire Williams ready to go back to being the player he was his rookie year, which to me, if that's the case, that would, that would probably be the way you go. If he's going to play that way, his, 
you know, his shot, his three-point shot hasn't gone, but I, I think he's played with more confidence. He had the nice drive to the basket in uh, the game a couple nights ago on Tuesday. Um, I like what I've seen out of him. I, I know some people are still skeptical, and um, the talk about the wing position is, is kind of what's dominating right now. Thankfully, and it's not about job. But, I mean, look, this is a for a 25-game stretch, and um, after that, it's it's pretty clear who your guys are going to be, right? You know, you've got Ja and Marcus Smart and Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson and Stephen Adams. There we go. Let's 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 roll. Um, so yeah, I mean, unless something dramatic changes there, and I mean, you're not going to bring Desmond off the bench. I don't think you bring Marcus Smart off the bench, and certainly not bringing Stephen Adams or or Jaron Jackson off the bench. And Ja Morant's not coming off the bench, so. Um, you know, this is you got to worry about the first 25 first, and um, look, there's some key games in there. There's the there's the in season tournament in there that that comes your way pretty quickly. You know, you got the two home games and then the road game and the third game four nights against the Wizards, and then come back and you know you play Dallas and then you hit leave on Halloween and go play Utah and then head to Portland and there you go. That's that's the first game in the play in tournament. And, Obviously, the Lillard trade has gone down, and so they're going young. But you know, young guys sometimes forget that they're young, and they they can rise up there. I, I like the Grizzlies' chances in that game if they're playing their basketball. But winning on the road is tough. Winning in that building is tough. So you're going to need somebody in that spot that that feels comfortable in what they're doing. And you know, last year that was not Zaire Williams. I think he looks more confident this year, and hopefully, he can build on that in these next couple of days. What did you? Uh, I know it was it's it was limited. It was only one half of one game. But were you encouraged by what you saw from Stephen Adams in that first game? And do you think we'll yeah. see more of him this preseason? Or is is that? I, I'm curious what your what your uh, read is on how they'll handle that the re- the next few week next couple weeks leading into the regular season. Well, I think you have to see more of him because he's got to get his he's got to get his legs underneath him and, and get that confidence. Anytime you have an injury you know, to a, a knee or, or something like that, you, 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 you're going to be hesitant. I mean, it's just, it's human nature. Um, anybody that's ever blown out their knee, you can be structurally sound and the surgery went well and you're back and you're ready to go and you've done all the rehab the first time you try it out. And, and even subsequently for a while after that, you're, you're a little sketch. You just are. It's, it's human nature. It's, it's almost impossible to avoid that and just put it all out of your mind because you can't. Because, again, anybody who's had it happen, it's incredibly painful when it happens. It's incredibly frustrating. It's, an, it's a grueling journey back. And, you know, to, for just a common human being like I was when I did mine, it was just at times you're just like, my gosh, just get me out of this. Um, and I'm not playing NBA basketball. So, you know, you're relying on banging your body against other massive human beings. Um, I think you, get, you have to get them out there as best you can. Um, obviously they're going to do what they think is best. And uh, the medical staff is one that I put my faith and trust in on a regular basis when, when it comes to the players on the roster, because they know a lot more about this than me, but it, it seems only logical that he plays more. I was encouraged by what I saw. Um, look, this is a guy that he's the biggest, baddest dude on the court pretty much every time he steps out there. And all of a sudden you're, 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 you're not, you know, Superman, you're not injury pro proof. You're not, you know, this indestructible force. You, you got knocked down a peg and that, it'll be interesting to me to see how he handles that. He's a, he's a good dude. I, I really enjoy being around him. 
um, in terms of his personality, but you know that they're part of the reason he is who he is is because he plays with that confidence of you're you know I'm the toughest guy out here, and, and when that gets challenged by something like this, um, how you handle it is, is really is going to be interesting to me. Do you think we're going to see Marcus Smart before opening night? <sighs> That's a great question, right there. I know they're being really cautious. Um, you know, I and I don't blame them one bit because it's not like. Marcus Smart needs to figure out how to play the game, but you do want him to get out there. But with an abdomen injury, you know, there's just so many things that can go wrong. And, you know, when it's painful like that, like they're talking about, I, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. I wish I had a better answer for you, Jeffrey. But, I, you know, again, I think they err on the side of caution with that one. I think they'll try to get him in there uh, as best they can. I don't know if it'll be tonight, but uh, if it's not tonight, I'm sure they'll either try at Miami or – at least try to get him some run in Milwaukee just to get him out there and let him uh, let him test it out. But yeah, um, it's it's nothing super serious, obviously, but serious enough where they don't want to want it to become a bigger problem if they can avoid that. What did you make of the? I don't know if it was the study, the report that the NBA has been pushing that is that is their conclusions are that you know resting doesn't necessarily impact injuries load management management doesn't impact injuries in the way that it was previously thought did you did you make anything of that i didn't make anything of it and again i'm not a doctor but it didn't when they would say that it didn't make a lot of sense to me you know obviously you don't every single night you're not playing 48 minutes but i mean there were guys that played this game for a long time that never missed a game there were guys that you know, before these young guys were there that, that threw some, you know, soreness and, and and tried to play every night and played 40 minutes a night, and they didn't have the luxuries that these guys had. They weren't all, you know, up until the late 80s. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.